This is a program for today's people, the now generation. We call it the now sound of Christmas. favorite visual artists, M.C. Escher, you know, the guy who drew the optical illusions, the staircases that bent back on themselves, and the hand that drew itself, he once said, we adore chaos because we love to produce order. Henry Miller said that chaos is the reality upon which order is written. Hello, I'm John J. Thompson, and on this special episode of the True Tunes Podcast, I am confessing to you that I have long had a problem with Christmas music, and really much of the trappings of the season, to be honest with you. But this year, I'm being challenged personally and deeply about the invitation we have to make space for beauty in ugly places, and how Christmas, when we think about it properly, is a perfect example of how that happens. Christmas music, then, can be a sort of liturgical aid, if we allow it to be, for us to enter into that space in the dark. Like the way we decorate our spaces, eat different foods, maybe even wear some different sweaters, there are plenty of opportunities for us to enter into a new space, or even to create a new space, as we sit in the darkness, the chaos, waiting. 40 ounces of liquor for 30 pieces of silver your temporary suicide has all been arranged It's like an angel starts singing An old gospel song In that part of town where No angel belongs But what is this music That falls on my ear the very first snowfall of a very long year. That comes from First Snowfall, a song by Linford Detweiler and Karen Berquist, known musically as Over the Rhine, who have crafted three albums worth of specifically Christmas-scented songs, tunes that somehow managed to capture enough of the romance and the tear-salted reality of this weary world to transcend any genre category. With feet planted firmly in this world, but hearts and imaginations infected with a vision of something much more beautiful on the horizon, over the Rhine have been thoughtfully, carefully, and even doggedly making space for beauty in the chaos and brokenness of this world and our hearts for over 30 years now. This year, with their annual Christmas tour canceled, they offered a special live-streamed concert from their home in Cincinnati so that some of that beauty could find us in ours. They offered that song 
from their Blood Oranges in the Snow album, along with tunes from their earliest years right up to their latest, Love and Revelation, pulling together a set that was clearly evocative of the strange and troubled year we have all just endured together. They have given us permission to play some audio clips from this very special live stream on this episode, which is what you just heard. I do hope it causes you to want to go watch the whole thing. This episode of the podcast is going to be a little different. I don't have any guests to interview. Karen and Linford are busy continuing the renovation of their barn into a performance venue so that once we're all allowed to gather in person, we will be able to do so there, outside of Cincinnati, with them. They are also getting started on a hymns project that they will likely come talk with us about on an upcoming episode. But honestly, when it comes to the ideas I am contemplating today, the creative work Over the Rhine has done speaks volumes. This short episode will be more of a Christmas jukebox takeover, with a meditation on some ideas about beauty and transcendence that will hopefully be relevant even if you find this conversation sometime in July. The first time I saw Over the Rhine play in concert was in a July, long ago, at the Cornerstone Festival in 1991. Interestingly, it was on the new band showcase stage the same day that my band had our debut. It was an insanely hot day, as I recall, and I felt pretty good about our performance and the response we got from the crowd. But when Over the Rhine played, I was floored. Despite the afternoon sun, the 100 degree heat, the clouds of dust covering the equipment, and a crowd full of disparate fans expecting rock, metal, and other extreme forms of music, Over the Rhine took the stage and cast what felt like a spell of grace over the mess. The band had a sound unlike anything I had heard, and Karen's voice floated above it all like an earthbound angel. Everyone within earshot 
every artist included, stopped and watched in amazement. If I'm drowning when you're over sea, say me, say me. If I'm lost within your strange anatomy, talk to me, talk to me. If I'm on fire and melting in the heat, touch me, touch me. If I'm tangled in your raw philosophy, then you better walk with me. I remember going to talk with Linford at Over the Rhine's merchandise table in the big tent where all the bands sold their wares at Cornerstone. That tent was loud, packed full of people, steaming hot and chaotic. But when I found Linford, he had assembled a space that was simply beautiful. There were not just table coverings, but lamps and chairs and enough decor to make their little booth feel like a gorgeous, welcoming chapel. I remember jokingly, almost dismissively, teasing him a bit about how fancy everything was. I had never seen anything like that. He just smiled and said something about the value of investing in the space, creating an environment that was an extension of the energy and personality you were inviting people to experience in your music. Maybe we're bears, close to the ground. Maybe angels drag us down. I wonder which part of this will leave a scar. That idea of intentionally curating space is something Over the Rhine has done from the very beginning. Don't go away. The True Tunes podcast will be back shortly. We're back with the True Tunes podcast. Thank you, my angel. comes to Over the Rhine's specifically Christmas-oriented releases, it all started with the darkest night of the year in 1996. Back then, artistically interesting alternative Christmas music was still a relatively rare thing. Bruce Coburn had released his benchmark Christmas album a few years earlier, and Steve Hindelong and Derry Daugherty had produced a lovely project called Noel.
darkest night of the year was still a rare bird in our world. It was very well received by Over the Rhine's fans and managed to earn them many new ones. By combining traditional songs and hymns, original, deeply contemplative, sometimes somber songs, and upbeat, shimmering tunes, the album struck a unique and satisfying balance. Its liberal use of strings and piano, alongside original guitarist Rick Hordinsky's beautiful, effect-laden electric guitars, made for an incredible aural experience. It would be 12 years before Over the Rhine released their second Christmas project. The lineup of the band had shifted considerably by then, with Detweil and Berquist becoming the clear drivers and various always amazing supporting musicians sliding in and out of the other spots. 2008's Snow Angels brought a more jazz-flavored adult alternative sound, with all original songs and no hymns or traditional tunes to be found. showcased the musical sophistication and articulation that Over the Rhine had mastered. Snow Angels also presented songs that were unapologetically intimate, even suggestive, as Detweiler and Berquist leaned thoughtfully into their marriage for imagery about the space of belonging and meaning we all long to find. If The Darkest Night of the Year was an ambient, shadowy affair, Snow Angels was its sassy, slick cousin. The corresponding Christmas tours were enormously successful as these songs absolutely came alive on stage. When you come home and all the world's asleep 
I'll close my eyes and breathe with sweet relief. This world has had you long enough for now. And when I get you home, I'll show you how. I wanna get snowed in with you. I wanna shake off these winter blues. These ain't no blues that I can use. And when the lights are gleaming, I'll be leaning into you. What's a girl to do? In 2014, Over the Rhine's third Christmas album found its way into their catalog when Blood Oranges in the Snow landed. This understated, nine-song project sets a completely different timbre than either of its predecessors. With a decidedly more acoustic Americana sound, Blood Oranges is a study in world-weary honesty and sober, even somber poetry. It is graceful, delicate, sensitive, and observational. Have you been trying too hard? Have you been holding too tight? Have you been worrying too much lately? Oh, night. Whatever we've lost, I think we're gonna let it go. Let it fall. That's not all, my friend They all fall with confidence and grace So let it fall Let it fall In listening back to Over the Rhine's Christmas Trilogy, you'll hear both a microcosm of their transcendent ability to enter into a common space with uncommon skill, and an example of the opportunity Christmas itself provides for us all to allow some space, even intentionally create sacred space, for beauty to enter into our chaos. Strings of lights above the bay Curtains drawn in a glass of red All I ever get for Christmas is blue Saxophone on the radio Recorded 40 years ago All I ever get for Christmas As I mentioned earlier, since their 2020 Christmas tour had to be canceled, and as they are currently raising funds to finish an ambitious project to turn a large barn and their farm into a performance venue, Karen and Linford offered a special live stream concert this year that presented them playing songs, Christmas and not, from both their home and the barn in beautiful HD video and with exceptional sound quality. Those who purchase tickets for the stream can re-watch it through Christmas Day. 
We streamed it through my computer to our TV in the family room with the sound turned up loud on the big speakers. We lit all the candles, got ourselves some drinks and snacks, and I'll tell you what, it was definitely a highlight of this season for us. I thought of many midnight over the Rhine shows at the gallery stage at Cornerstone, where they seemed to define the potential that existed when music and community intersected in time and space. It's no surprise that they have created their own version of that with their Nowhere Else Festival on their property outside of Cincinnati. No, watching them online is not the same, but it was lovely nonetheless, and it somehow satisfied me and made me long for something more at the same time. Depending on when you hear this, if there's still time, I highly recommend you head to their website and check this live stream out. If we make it through December Got plans to be in a warmer town come summertime Maybe even California If we make it through December we'll be fine Joy to liturgy, which is just a fancy word for the work of the people, is that when we follow a certain rhythm, we are less likely to skip the moments and times and smells and sounds that give this life meaning. But yes, Christmas, likely the most celebrated liturgical element of the church calendar, of course, is probably so hard for us to really experience because of how badly it has been abused. We all know how it has been commercialized and politicized and brutalized, but Let's not miss the opportunity to experience some much needed beauty and truth, to listen better to the songs we really need to hear, just because the noise is so loud. So I'm turning the tube off this Christmas. I'm praying for my enemies. I'm asking the Spirit to help us find that lonely star there in the Jesus this Christmas Oh, where can this Prince of Peace be? On the altar of Hallmark and Walmart and Wall Street His voice is still bothering me 
I started this episode by confessing that I have had a hard time enjoying Christmas music in the past. It's true, I've often been an eye roller. My wife, Michelle, who has also been by my musical side since that first show at Cornerstone, though I'm sure she would have quit the band if she wasn't married to me, well, she's the curator of beauty in our home. She takes the time to set up the decorations for each season, to get the candles out and string up the lights. Over our 30 years together, she has valued that stuff more than I have. And this year, as we have been spending most evenings stuck at home, with no parties to go out to, no movie theaters, a strained budget, and trying to be wise about social gatherings, she and I and our youngest son have spent a lot of evenings together, surrounded by these decorations, eating together, watching Christmas films, listening to music, and just resting in that space. As many of you know, Michelle is also a songwriter. In addition to writing stuff that we have done with The Wayside, she has her own music, including a lovely Christmas song she released last year called Eve. Cause Eve, I know a secret And soon the world will see That God has made a way for you and me A babe that grows within I also want to give a special shout out here to my co-producer and co-conspirator Bruce Brown. Bruce has been making Christmas mixes for years. He has one of the biggest collections of Christmas music I've ever seen, and during the Christmas season he compiles daily mixes, much of it from vinyl, of stuff old and new, silly and serious, and those mixes have been a real blessing to us. In fact, if you go to the show notes page for this episode, we'll post some links so you too can get some of those mixes for yourself. They really are incredible. Christmas party, and I'm doing a real French flourish with a Yule log, a biche de Noel with chocolate bark, meringue, mushrooms, powdered sugar, snow. It looks like a real log, and it's just wonderful eating. So come on into the kitchen with me. We're doing biche de Noel today on The French Chef.
And as we wrap this up, I just want to invite us all to use Christmas as an example that when we do it right, we can make space in the clutter, beauty in the madness, and order in the chaos. And that's what we are supposed to be celebrating anyway, right? That God, the source of true and pure love, set comfort aside and became flesh so that he could overcome darkness and death by being born into our world. He ushered in a kingdom of beauty and grace that is already at work and is yet to come, and he invites us to be agents of that beauty. It's going to be hard for many of us this year, just as it has been hard for millions of people for many years to get past the things that are missing, the gatherings, the people we long to be with, the material things we find comfort in, the experiences we treasure, to the gift waiting for us under the wrapping. But let's try, friends. And when Christmas is over and we begin that press into winter, let's keep writing and singing those beautiful songs and making space for light. Okay, I'm stepping down off my soapbox. Pour me a glass of wine Talk deep into the night Who knows what we'll find Intuition, deja vu The Holy Ghost taunting you Whatever you got I don't mind Cause I Was born to laugh I learned to laugh Through my tears I want to thank Over the Rhine for letting us use their music for this episode. For a complete list of the songs, visit the show notes page. I'd also invite you to consider supporting this show through our brand new Patreon program. You can find it at patreon.com slash true tunes, or the link is on the show notes page. You can help us do what we're doing with small monthly gifts and get some fun rewards in the process. As always, the contents of the podcast are protected by U.S. copyright law and are the intellectual property of Gyroscope Productions, with the exception of songs or clips that are from previously copywritten materials. Everything on this episode is used by permission or under fair use provisions. This program is intended for the private use of our listening audience. Gyroscope Productions can be reached at truetunesmusic at gmail.com or P.O. Box 60401, Nashville, Tennessee, 37206. Until next time, I pray that we all find time to slow down and listen and to make space for beauty and grace to enter into whatever chaos you face. This is JJT saying stay tuned and stay true.
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.